February 2nd, 2010, from the home office in Queens? Ask any kid what they want to be when they grow up, and you get some standard responses. Firefighter, astronaut, veterinarian, or alternatively, vegetarian, which I suppose is fundamentally sort of the same thing to a kid. Occasionally, I'll get some outliers like bank robber or president. By the time third grade rolls around, though, the future bank robbers of the world have mostly figured out they should keep their job ambitions on the DL, and the future presidents have realized it's a shitty gig and have moved on to lobbyist. I never wanted to be anything normal. At one point, I wanted to be a brontosaurus, but that was about the extent of my aspirations. Although, to be honest, given the opportunity, I'd still totally be down being a brontosaurus. Anyway, in middle school, I finally found a career I could get behind. Late night talk show host. Around that time, I had started watching Letterman on a fairly regular basis. I'm not sure what that says about my childhood, but, well, here we are. My interest in late night peaked in high school when I gave a report on the history of late night talk shows. The report was presented as a faux talk show, complete with monologue, top ten list from the home office on a blue index card, and a pre-taped remote segment that was played on the classroom's television while I ran out of the studio, a mainstay gag of any respectable show. Suffice to say, I got an A on the report. It was pretty awesome. Less awesome was the late-night-style show my friends and I taped in my best friend's garage called Mindless Entertainment with Pat Rafferty. It never aired anywhere, and all evidence of it has been erased, but here are some fun facts about the show to give you a taste of what you missed. The band was my best friend's little brother, and he wasn't so much a band as he was starting and stopping a cassette on a boombox. Subliminal messages were inserted into the show using Mario Paint on a Super Nintendo. As each new guest arrived, the previous guests shifted over and went from sitting on a cushy chair to a wooden chair to a folding chair to sitting on the floor. I thought this was pretty clever. The curtains were actually just Thundercats and Pac-Man sheets. The show's host remained a virgin throughout high school. Anyway, you get the idea. I love late-night television, which is why I found NBC's recent late-night fiasco so intriguing. For those of you not playing at home, when 2010 rang in, NBC executives suddenly realized they hadn't screwed up late-night for nearly 20 years and sought to quickly rectify that situation. In short, they attempted to recreate 1992 all over again by messing around with their late-night schedule while trying to keep both of their talk show hosts happy. Unfortunately, they made both of their hosts miserable, and lost one of them, and lost millions of dollars, and everyone's respect. You'd think that the stupendous clusterfuck that was the Carson transition back in 1992 would be the sort of thing executives mull over for years and years. It's a case study of exactly what not to do. And yet, 17 years later, virtually the exact same thing happened again, on the same network. Amazing. Anyway, in light of all that, I've decided to help out NBC, even though they don't deserve it. Dear NBC, 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 are you listening? NBC, I'm going to do you a favor. You need help. You're the fourth place network in almost every measurable way. Your most successful show is called The Biggest Loser, which more or less perfectly describes your network. You're about to lose hundreds of millions of dollars hosting the Winter Olympics, and you're showing reruns of Conan, the guy who spent three weeks mocking you relentlessly on the air. You're pathetic. So here's what I'm going to do. I'll host The Tonight Show. I know, I know. You've already got a guy for the job. The old guy. Here's the thing. Your old guy just went on Oprah to try and redeem himself in the eyes of his target demographic, people who actively hate comedy, and somehow managed to make himself look like more of an asshole in the process. I know. I don't know how he did it either. 
point is he's damaged goods, and to be honest, so is the Tonight Show name at this point. What you need is a fresh start, a clean break, and I'm just the guy to do it. I've got some great ideas. That increasingly less comfortable chairs thing, that was just the beginning. You can have that one for free. That's just the start. I've got a plan. I'm like a goddamn Cylon. First order of business? Bring the Tonight Show back home to New York City where it started. Booyah. Now I know you're probably getting kicked out of 30 Rock once G officially sells your asses, so finding a studio for the show could be tough. Don't worry about it. I know a guy with a warehouse in Queens. Just don't ask him why it's so cheap. And what that smell is. Second order of business. You're going to start broadcasting The Tonight Show live again. Booyah 2. SNL can suck it. They do one night a week, we do five. I'm fresh under pressure anyway, so this will be great. And I promise I won't swear on the air too much. Now I am going to need some help from you. I've got a camcorder and a VCR, so we're pretty good equipment-wise. I've also got the house band covered. Child labor laws don't even apply to them anymore. But what I will need from you are some writers. Make sure they're not WGA so we don't have any of those pesky strikes. And some security guards, since we're going to be in Queens. As for my salary, I know you're a bit hard up for cash at the moment, so I'll work for cheap. Let's say $5 million a year, plus 70% gross on merchandising rights and right-to-first refusal on any made-for-TV movies or spinoffs. I'll also maintain my life rights, and after three years, expect an equity share via my production company, Rafrica Productions. So that's the offer. Take it or leave it. Have your people call my people. Point of clarification, my people don't actually exist. Just email me. If you want to continue late night's slow downward spiral into obsolescence, by all means, keep doing what you're doing. But if you want late night to be the one bright spot on your otherwise dark schedule, drop me a line. In the meantime, I'll be over here, watching The Biggest Loser, eating a tub of ice cream.